Hey-o, this is the Ancient Texan. My two cents on wealth inequality. First, did you know that China and the U.S. have about the same wealth inequality? There's some mathematics that <clears throat> they use to define wealth inequality, and it has to do with you know, the disparity between those at the top and the bottom. An example is 1% of Chinese control or have 33% of the wealth in the U.S. is 1% have 39% of the wealth. Of course, it's the 1% up at the top. Did you also know that uh, wealth inequality is natural? It occurs naturally as a mathematical phenomenon. It simply occurs because it takes wealth to make money. It takes money to make money. It takes resources to make money. And the more resources you have, the easier it is to make more money. Jeff Bezos' life, life wife, uh, he's the richest dude in the world. He divorced his wife. And she got $4 billion in stock uh, for her settlement, and she decided to give all of her money away. Guess what? Her money is going up in value so fast, she's not able to write checks, big checks, like hundreds of millions of dollar checks, and get rid of her wealth. Don't you wish you had that problem? People wonder why the stock market keeps going up and it looks like everything's going fine <clears throat> and part of that's because of the cheap money of the feds but how come we're not getting to play well we have very little of our wealth in the stock market so imagine a city and this city is big and tall like some of the big they have big and tall buildings like some of the Chinese cities looks pretty spectacular and then there's a big wall around this city. The people inside the city are doing really great. And the biggest buildings inside of the city are corporations. There's also the government in there, uh, the military industrial complex, the Pentagon, insurance companies, all the big powerful movers in our organization. And... We can go in there and get a job with a corporation and they can pay us a paycheck. If you're getting a paycheck as your main source of income, you're not an insider. Hint. You can take that paycheck and go to another big tall building called a retail establishment or Amazon or Walmart, wherever you want to go, spend that money. Turns out the people giving you that check and the people setting the prices are all part of the same club. So, kind of like the share, sharecroppers. You know, they used to rent land, black people after the war. White people too, I assume. Um, and they got their seeds from the company store and they 
filled out a little IOU and when their crop came due and they sold it and kept some of it to eat some of the cash, they took that cash back and tried to pay off their debt. Never quite had enough money because the system's rigged. The same people giving you the check are the same people that are selling you the seed corn. That's kind of our system. And if you're getting most of your money as a check, you're part of the system. Now, there are some people get better checks than other, check, than other people. But if you're part of the rat race and you're a worker and most of your pay is, you know, comes via a paycheck, then you're part of this sharecropper system. And if you're one of the payees, uh, it's not likely that you're going to have any problem with too much wealth accumulating. Hmm. Well, you say you might be an entrepreneur. Yep. And more than likely, you've got to go inside this walled city and find an investor to support you, an angel, a bank, somebody. And if you're lucky, you'll get 5% of your new business. That would be generous. And if you do well and make them a lot of money, you'll keep control of it. But more than likely, if you're an average entrepreneur with a great idea, uh, somebody else will end up owning your idea, making most of the money. You can do a little checking on that, see if I'm crazy. So you can work for the man... There's an old song, 14 tons, what I get, another day older and deeper in debt, St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go, I owe my soul to the company store. I think I was in the wrong key there, but that's probably as good as it's going to get. That's by Tennessee Ernie Ford 50 years ago. Kind of described the share, sharecropper syndrome. Wealth inequality is part of the Pareto principle. It's actually a mathematical phenomenon that the richer get richer. richer. Of course, that disparity causes a lot of anxiety among the troops, among the people, especially the ones that are at the low end of that game. The game is going on all over the world. The game here is more advanced. It's as advanced as China, the two biggest economies in the world are having the biggest disparities, the biggest wealth inequality. Now, you can't do anything with paychecks to correct this. You can do like Elizabeth Warren says in tax wealth, wealth tax. But guess who has to prove that? The politicians. And guess who funds the politicians? The big corporations and those big tall buildings. Do you think they're going to let <laughs> their representatives and senators vote for that? Nope. 
So I think we're kind of stuck with wealth inequality. Now, the good part of it is our corporations generate a lot of money. Lots of money. So some of it spills out to the workers. And right now, there's kind of a worker shortage and a little bit more spilling out. But wealth inequality is going to keep increasing and social stresses are going to go up with it. And I don't think there's really uh, much of an answer <clears throat> to the problem. I certainly haven't heard one. So it's not a thing that can be a one-time fix either. You can tax it and correct it. But it will still, you know, the mathematics will readjust itself. And it'll keep going out of kilter. Because every time you put a tax in, somebody figures out... You know, a way to make an adjustment. If you're going to charge the the man at the top, Bezos, a tax and take away some of his wealth, well, he controls the prices on uh, what comes out of Amazon. Doesn't have a whole lot of competition besides he's competing with someone else that wants to pay for the same tax themselves. So it just comes back on us. It's not an easy problem to solve, and when someone tells you they have the answer, they probably don't. Look up the Prieto Principle. whole lot of stuff on wealth inequality, and not much written about what to do about it. I think something like the carbon tax would actually help, but I don't think uh, that's going to happen either. Like Exxon says, therefore the carbon tax, of course they, they can say that because it's not going to happen. Would it move wealth out of the oil industry? Of course. Uh, something that's that broadly based uh, and that has that many impact could actually move wealth around. Now, will it do a net adjustment to wealth inequality? I don't know. But it would move it from the oil and gas industry to the solar industry, maybe, or the electric car industry. And if we're lucky, we might get some side streams off of that. But you're dealing with something that's pretty ingrained in the mathematics of capitalism. And it's ingrained in the totalitarian uh, communist system. So it's a pretty widespread phenomenon. The fact that it exists and that it's a problem is kind of like um, the first round to trying to make some improvements in it. So when people... Talk about how bad wealth inequality is. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. Don't kid yourself that they know what the hell to do about it. They, they are willing to take some steps, which I think is good. But it's a tough problem to solve. This is your ancient Texan, my two cents on wealth inequality.
we are all part of a world wide web of life. There is no them, there is only us. Namaste.